Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Harvesting Mama Unity. On today's Harvesting You, we're talking... What it means to be a mama. We are a community of supportive mamas who want to live big, And we want to love even bigger. I'm Teresa. And I'm Aubrey. And together we are harvesting mama unity and joy. Nourishing that mama joy. Welcome to our podcast. So what does it mean to be a mama? What it means to be a mama. I think there's many different versions of what it means to be a mom. I don't think you necessarily have to have bared or wooed your own child to be a mom. Yeah, and there's a difference between being a mom and being a mama, too. Like, there's totally a different mojo. Because mom is... Someone who's a caregiver for someone. But a mama is someone who does it with love and intention. Agreed. A hundred percent. So that's what we're about. Yeah. That's why we chose that phrase, that word, the way of of mama. The way of mamas versus moms. And I like to call myself a mama to my son. Me too. Even though maybe he doesn't really, as a 13-year-old appreciate it the way that I do Mm -hmm. Uh, because even today on the way to school he was (laughs) there's a there's a girl that we pass every morning on the way to middle school who has a flower backpack I call her flower backpack girl so every morning I say there's flower backpack girl I hope she has a good day and so this morning Jack said oh like, we're in the car. Uh, the windows are rolled up. No one can hear She you. can't hear you. Right. Like, no one is, in, no one can, I can't be embarrassing you. And I was like, I'm not embarrassing me. Right. <laughs> so, right. I'm comfortable yeah. asking that or Because I'm the only one here. Blessing that flower girl backpack. Yes. So, my 13-year-old, you know, might not feel the same way about the mama as I do. But he will. Yeah. He used to. Mine still does. He's still very much mama, mama, mama. Oh. And I love it. Even in front of his friends, mama. Hey, mama. That just comes very natural. That's really, I want to say that's delicious in a way that, is. like, is just, yeah. That's a good word. Because my, my kid calls it, does the, you know, his voice is lower now. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not the same as it was. But, you know, at this age, he's trying to create his own identity Mm -hmm. and 
distanced from me, yet he is still a super snuggly kid when no one else is around. Mm-hmm. Or no one else can see us, I guess. Like in the car, people could see me talking to him this morning, and that was too embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he still lets me drive him. It comes in ebbs and flows. It I does. It they does. come back. Yeah. So what about your daughter, though? What does she call you? She calls me mama. Oh. I'm either mommy or mama. That so, is good. Yeah. Chase kind of took on the mama. I was mommy for a really long time with Chase, and then he started to call me mama, and I, I always love that. That's really good. Yeah. I think one time, once in a while, I get a, a straight mom, and I'm like, who's that? <laughs> I don't know anybody by that name that lives here. I don't answer to that. And my kids think it's funny. So, yeah, I'm yeah. mommy or mama. That's really good. Well, this is all about creating mama unity. And there's strength in numbers. And we're all going through so many things, ups and downs, you know, traveling through life as a mom. Yeah. As a mama. It's as a hard. Mother. The struggle is real. Being a mama is not easy, and having a village is really important. And not everyone has a village of family that they can rely on. Yeah. Us I, both, right? Yes. For, di- for different reasons. Yeah. You know, we, in my situation, we live not near family and we don't have a lot of family to begin with, you know, brothers and sisters and, you know, all but one of my husband and my parents are gone. So my son only has one grandparent left. And um, we've had to create our whole entire support network and our community just, you know, through friendships and figuring out who we can rely on and who, who we choose to have in our lives. And it has not always been easy. No, I agree. There's lots of kind of figuring out who is in your village and then who is in your tribe. And, you know, same. My, my kids don't have grandparents, per se, like I did growing up. I had all sets of grandparents. So I've always, we have my grandmom, so they're a great-grandmom, which is fantastic. But, you know, doesn't live around the corner. But being the highest, sometimes it's trying because you, you, don't have that mama nurturing person to give you what you need because there is that childlike version inside of you still, even though now we have our own children, we still need to find our own joy and our own love and our own space within ourselves so we can pour onto our kids and be that best mama that we try to be. And momming is not easy and it's hard. And it doesn't need to look a certain way. And I think a lot of family dynamics think it needs to look a certain way. But your kids only know what they know inside their family. So they don't realize that they're missing these grandparents and these extra siblings and aunts and uncles because they didn't grow up with it. Yeah, I I know with my son, he... He longs for having more family in his life. And we do have my 
brother and my sister and their families, but they don't live nearby. And so he really looks forward to and cherishes the time that he gets to spend with his cousins and his aunts and uncles because it doesn't happen too often. And then he sees other friends who spend time with their grandparents and do activities with their cousins regularly. And he wishes he had more of that when he sees it, but he doesn't have it. So he's used to the way we have things in our lives. And the way you're doing it is the best you can do it. Absolutely. I mean, you can only do what you can do. Yeah. Look for opportunities to expand, look for opportunities to put him in front of his cousins or interact with them. Like he runs a fantasy football league with his cousins. So he gets to interact with them through that. Right. On a weekly basis, which is really a nice thing outside of, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas or, you know, those holidays that we get together with, with them. And then there's friendships. You, you put them in front of their friends and they create these bonds and these friendships. Even if, you know, I always tell my kids, you don't need to have a ton of friends. You just need one really good friend yes. that you can count on. And you be the good friend for others to count on. Yes. Be that loyal friend. I've been encouraging Jack to do that too lately because he has these, these, he does a lot of stuff online. And so he interacts with people that aren't here in person and having an in-person connection is really important. And even it's just one special person in your life that you can interact with, but Interacting with people through screens is not the same. It doesn't fill you up the same way as it does when you get to be with another human in their space and feel their energy. And it expands you in a way that you just can't do on a screen. Sure, which we all experienced during the pandemic. So kind of wondering how moms out there listening feel about how how you made it through the pandemic, how you made it through as a working mom, a, a single mom, a, a, at, all of a sudden you had to stay at home because your kids are now behind screens all day long. That was, that was hard for everybody. I think as much as even I feel like I'm very grounded and we just, I've taught my kids to go with the ebbs and flows, there were still hard moments where you're like, oh, I miss people. I miss interaction. I miss, you know, seeing my own friends. So it's kind of make sure as mamas, we don't just tuck that under the rug or shove it down real low because that year did happen. And at some point, someone, you know, all of us had had to find some level of this sucks. (laughs) This is hard. This is harder than I thought it would be. There is no guide on how to navigate through a pandemic as a mama. No. We never had that happen before. Yes. And we all we all had to find our own way through it, through, you know, kids doing school at home, working at home, everyone being at home, not being able to do any regular activities and be right. in person and 
and how, I mean, I feel lucky that my kid is old enough that he was able to do school without me having to log him in, make sure he was on, you know, like in the right class and make sure that he could read the instructions and follow the instructions and interact properly. But if it had happened when he was in kindergarten or first oh, grade, boy. yeah, and his I he had you, mamas. severe behavioral issues back then too. I I don't know what I would have done. It was too much. It would have been too much to try to deal with his behavior problems and trying to get him to focus know. on schoolwork. Yes, it, I for I don't know how the teachers hours a day. I am so grateful for everyone who helped us get through all of those times with sure. him because I don't know, because today he is the most easygoing, like joyful child. You would never think that he was that kid back then who would rip up assignments and run screaming out of the room. He tried to leave school one day when he was in first grade. Well, I think they all go through a period of time where... They struggle. So to sum up today's episode, what it means to be a mama. Those of us who are in this community who understand and want this tribe and support, we want to provide that for you. We want to help lean in to our inner voice. Lean in to that mama mojo and be able to give you tools to help you through the day. Because mama, momming, it ain't easy. But we got you. And we will continue to talk about our experiences and our paths in hopes you can identify or you can relate to some of these journeys that come along your path. Our goal in harvesting you is to love bigger. Thank you for sharing this time with us today. We would love to hear from you and support your harvesting journey. Please share your thoughts, questions, ideas with us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, harvestingyou.com. We would love to hear from you. So share your thoughts, your questions with us, and we will be happy to answer questions on our next episode. Sure. What do you want to hear us talk about? Well, until next time... Let's put today's inspiration into intentional action and keep keep harvesting you. This podcast is sponsored by A2D, Addicted to Dance Company in Erdenheim, Pennsylvania, right next to Flower Town. Check us out on the web, a2dance.com, where growing foundation, giving back to our community, and changing lives is our mission.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.